0: Hello, and welcome to the podcast of Gagan Mahindra, who's currently the Member of Parliament for South West Hertfordshire. On the programme, we will be discussing his day-to-day activity, general issues from constituents, and his take on the current situation in politics and in the wider UK context. We hope you enjoy this episode. to the podcast which is now i'm i'm pleased to tell our listeners available on uh itunes from apple um so how's your weekend been
1: uh, it's been another constructive weekend um i think last time we spoke james was uh for the podcast was, was thursday so friday was another busy day uh i ended up touching base with nicholas and david the chairman and chief executive of the local nhs trust just to make sure what I was hearing from government and my local sources tallied with what they were saying or what they were seeing on, on the front line. Um, they continue to do a sterling job, the CCG. Um, the NHS remains uh, remains one of those institutions that I'm uh, immensely proud of. Um, you know, There was a lot of talk months ago whether the NHS could could did have the capacity to deal with this pandemic, and we've seen firsthand that we have got that uh, in spades. So it's it's one of those institutions that anyone in the UK should be immensely proud to be associated with.
0: I'm gagging. There are a, a few of the uh, constituents have written in um, talking about PPE, um, mostly, uh, I'm sure, fuelled by some of the more um, critical articles in the uh, mainstream uh, news. Um, did did the, the two people you spoke to talk about PPE shortages?
1: So I, I, there was a question, that obviously, that I specifically raised with them just to make sure locally. Uh, they reassured me that they've got the, the PPE they need as, at the time. Um, obviously, the amount of required will mean that we don't have endless stocks. Um, but I know that there's a phenomenal amount of work going in making sure that when we get PPE created or imported from abroad, it is brought to the front line as soon as possible. Um, but that is a, a mammoth task, so I don't envy that person who's that having to manage that. Well,
0: I think yeah, and Matt Hancock has invited the um the the gentleman whose name escapes me, but who who was um, in charge of the 2012 um Olympic delivery um, into to be a kind of PPE czar, um, which seems sensible because in the end the 2012 Olympics um went off went off pretty well, um, so that's good news.
1: Excellent. Yes, it is.
0: Um, so uh, back to the constituency inbox. Uh, have you have you been checking it today? Have you, have you had any interesting emails, and communications with people?
1: So I, I check it every day. Um, so the team uh, around me is, is really good. So they just get on with um, taking as much away from me as possible. With the idea being I'm dealt with. I'm left with the, the really um, the really difficult ones or the ones that require uh, a policy view um, that we're not they just want to recheck with me. Uh, it's a mixed bag, as you'd expect. Um, we've obviously had a, quite a bit of coverage over some of the Sunday press and what the, the, the correct view was. Um, obviously PPE came up. Um, it was reassuring to see that the number of deaths has fallen again today. So questions are now being posed about what the unlock, um, when we're going to start easing the lockdown. Uh, it's probably worth just... Reiterating that the five things that we as a government have st- stipulated before we consider uh, relaxing the lockdown. Uh, just very quickly, that's uh, making sure the NHS is able to cope. Number two, making sure there's sustained and consistent fall in the death rate. Number three, uh, the Sage Group, who are the, the committee of experts, uh, having the confidence that the infection rate has decreased to manageable levels. Number four, having testing capacity. And the PPE in place to make sure we've got uh, it there ready for future demand. Number five, um, uh, not um, risking a second peak that overwhelms the NHS. So um, all five of those points, I think, are fairly self-explanatory and they, they should be common sense. But that is what's driving the judgment from the executive in number 10 onwards.
0: And have you got any uh, any news on Boris? Do you know if he's he's kind of uh, taking calls and, and kind of getting back to work? Or is he still, um, as he's been advised to do by the doctors, resting up?
1: So I, I don't have any new information to what's been told in public. Uh, my hope would be that he actually does take the time to look after himself. So I've got friends and family that have been affected by COVID-19. And it's it's really, um, it can, depending on the symptoms, can be quite Um, debilitating to the point where your strength and attention does wane, come and go, depending on the the time of day and how you're feeling. So um, my personal view is that we do have a lot of experts and a lot of competent people at the top, um, which means that we're not fully reliant just on the Prime Minister. So he does have the ability just to rest up a bit and make sure his his health is, is improved as much as possible. Absolutely,
0: and I'm sure we wish him all a, a speedy recovery. Um, looking ahead to the rest of the week, have you got any um, any highlights coming up?
1: So I managed to get my first uh, PMQ for this coming Wednesday, which should be exciting. I've yet big. to confirm that's that that's going to uh, happen. Um, I'm still waiting to hear back from parliamentary uh, the, the speaker's office and parliamentary colleagues about when. And if we're going back to Westminster or whether we're doing everything remotely or a combination of the two. So um, I think it's watch this space. Uh, it, it remains a very fluid judgment based on the risk and the scientific evidence. Well, and but going back to the big news, you know, what are you going to ask your question on? It will have to be something local. Um, I think the, the downside of the pandemic is I've physically not been as visible. As I would have liked, um, not being able to go out to see community groups and cut ribbons and visit schools and the like that, that normal, you'd normally expect as bread and butter for an MP, especially a new one. Uh, so I'm just mindful that although we're dealing with literally hundreds of emails every day as an office, um, there's, still, there's still a lot of people that may not be aware of what I'm up to. So more than likely a bit a local question. Great stuff. Well, we look forward to hearing it
0: on Wednesday um any any last remarks anything else you'd like to cover
1: yeah it's just uh Captain Tom um so obviously he's last time I looked he'd raised 26.5 million um I'm getting quite a few emails from residents um suggesting that Captain Tom should be uh, honored in some ways and I'm sure um that well I, I know that I'm feeding that back to to colleagues um and I'm sure others are as well so watch this space Fantastic. What a great uh, story to end uh, today's
0: podcast on. Thank you so much for joining us Gagan and uh, we'll speak to you in the next couple of days. Thanks James. Speak soon. Great stuff. Bye bye. You've been listening to Gagan Mahindra, MP for Southwest Hertfordshire. If you'd like more information, please go to his website, gaganmahindra.org.uk. And if you're a constituent and have an issue, please email Gagan on gagan.mahindra.mp@ at parliament.uk. You can also follow Gacken on his Facebook page or Twitter by searching for him. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode.